thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good evening, good afternoon, good morning. If you're somewhere in the world where it's morning and you're drinking some coffee right now, enjoying the sunrise. But wherever you're at, good evening, good afternoon, and good morning. Happy to have you here at 1% or less with him here at His Hardline. I am Jason, as you heard at the intro, with God at the driver's seat and at the wheel. And they are the ones that are navigating the ship here through these uh, crazy chaotic waters we call life. Um, But we are here on this Monday, May 23rd, 2022. I do apologize that the weekend is now over, but hey, you know, that's the cycle of life, right? Anyway, happy to have you all here. I hope everybody had a good weekend, too. I hope everybody had a a wonderful weekend. I just got back inside from doing some uh, yard work. I mowed the lawn, went to go tend to my garden, did a little transplanting of a couple of uh, plants that we had in the front of our house. And uh, roots were getting so grown that they were starting to come up through the top of the uh, soil. So we had to, you know, transplant those big bad boys somewhere out back. And then uh, we got some hibiscus, I think is what they're called, hibiscus uh, bush plants. And we put them in the uh, front there um, in the pots that we have. So anyway, um, and again, as far as yesterday's podcast with the 1% or less with him, um, I do apologize if it sounded like I had, uh, some distractions going on. I did. And my wife was trying to blow me up. Uh, <laughs> kind of funny story. Yeah. Anyway, she went to go run the Qdoba to get, uh, get run and get some dinner. And that's just right up the road. And, um, she's, kept FaceTiming me. Well, my FaceTime is also hooked up to my MacBook Air. So I was hearing the ringing through my headphones. And I was like, my gosh, I'm like, that's annoying. She, and she knew I was doing the podcast. I thought maybe she needed like something. Maybe she forgot something that I wanted on the menu or what. And so I hit ignore. And then she called again. And then I hit ignore. And then she called again. And I hit ignore. And you figured by now I should take that as kind of a pretty, pretty important signal, right? And then she sends me a text. And I see it come through. Emergency. Can't drive. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so if I had kind of a weird, abrupt ending that that made no sense uh, yesterday. Uh, that's why. So what ended up happening was her exhaust ended up falling off her car. <laughs> Not the, the exhaust brackets. Let, let me correct myself. The exhaust brackets, the exhaust itself was solid, but the brackets, the metal brackets or whatever, those rusted pretty, pretty badly. And, and the whole, the whole, the whole thing just came down. So she would have been dragging that thing all the way home. <laughs> so I ended up going up there and, um, you know, Jerry rigging it with the, well, with some wire, I told her I'd go home. So I went to Advanced Auto after that or AutoZone or whatever stores right around the corner from us. So I went to go get some actual appropriate uh, provisions that I needed to actually uh, secure the uh, the whole exhaust system up. And uh, it's good. It's solid. In fact, it's more solid than it's ever been. So that's cool. So anyway, so today what we're going to be doing, we're going to be reading into the book of, uh, we're going to actually be reading the book. It's uh, called the Ecclesiastical Book or the Book of Wisdom, uh, the Wisdom of Ben Sira. Now, you might cock your head to the side a little bit and kind of ask yourself, well, wait a minute, that's not in my Bible. Well, it's if you if you have a Protestant Bible, no, it's not. If you have a New American Bible Revised Edition, okay, um, something that, uh, you know, it, so this book came from the original uh, Hebrews uh, writings, okay? Now, it's considered what's called an Apocrypha book, okay? And 
every once in a while, I'm going to dig into the Apocrypha books because there are seven of them that aren't in the typical Protestant Bibles, okay? And I want everyone to listen to this with an open mind. Now, I know it's not in your typical Bible readings, but I've read all seven books, and all seven of them have excellent, excellent wisdom in there. In fact, let's kind of dive into just a quick definition before you read uh, the wisdom of Ben Sirah or the Ecclesiastical book, chapter 5, 1 through 15, because there's a lot to unpack in, unpack in that. Now, the word apocrypha, according to the Webster's Dictionary, 1828, it literally, it means, so basically what it means is that literally such things as are not published, but in an appropriate sense, books whose authors are not known whose authenticity as inspired writings is not admitted and which are therefore not considered a part of the sacred canon of the scripture. When the Jews published their sacred books, they called them canonical and divine, such as they did not publish, were called apocryphal. And the apocryphal books are received by the uh, Romish Church, I believe is what I'm reading here, the Romish Church, R-O-M-I-S-H, Romish Church, as canonical, but not by Protestants. Now, I don't, uh, here's the thing, I grew up Catholic, and yes, I still consider myself Catholic, but there's a lot of questions I got with regards to the Vatican and different things way, way, way up top, just like any type of government, right? Fake, false government. But religion aside, because the Catholics, uh, they they follow, they read the apocryphal books as well as the other 66 books that are in the Protestant Bible. Now, if you actually think about it, there's actually more books that are missing, believe it or not, that aren't in either Bible. All right. Book of Enoch is one of them. And I've read, I'm actually halfway through reading that one. It's very interesting. But that's the only reason those seven books aren't in the Protestant Bible is because they don't have uh, an author that's known so therefore, they don't publish that and consider that a, um, you know, it, it's not an authentic writing or inspired writing because they don't know the author. And I, I guess I see the reason behind that. But all that aside, when you actually dig in and read these seven books, it's very interesting. And I, I hope you you have an open mind to actually want to listen. If nothing else, don't don't think of this as a um, as a bit, you know, Bible reading. I mean, because it is in a a Bible. It's just maybe not in the version that you have. But I'll leave that up for you to decide because this is very interesting. Okay, so in chapter five, in the Wisdom of Ben Sirah, or also known as the Ecclesiastical Book, we're talking about against presumption and it reads do not rely on your wealth or say i have the power do not rely on your strength in following the desires of your heart do not say who can prevail against me for the lord will exact punishment do not say i have sinned yet what has happened to me the lord is slow to anger do not be so confident of forgiveness that you add sin upon sin. Do not say his mercy is great. My many sins he will forgive. For mercy and anger alike are with him. His wrath comes to the rest, to rest on the wicked. Do not delay turning back to the Lord. Do not put it off day after day. For suddenly his wrath will come forth. At that time of vengeance, you will perish. Do not rely on 
deceitful wealth, for it will be no help on the day of wrath. Now, with regards to use and abuse of the tongue, again, back to what I always say, words are very important. Do not winnow in every wind, nor walk in every path. Be steadfast regarding your knowledge and let your speech be consistent. Be swift to hear, but slow to answer. If you can, answer your neighbor. If not, place your hand over your mouth. Honor and dishonor through speaking. The tongue can be your downfall. Do not be called double-tongued, and with your tongue do not slander a neighbor. For shame has been created for the thief and sore disgrace for the double-tongued. In little or in much, do not act corruptly. Now, I wish these seven books were also in the Protestant Bible, because here's the thing. I've made the point before when I read out of an Apocrypha book that writing anything, especially of a biblical sense back in those days, you were considered very highly intelligent, very, um, you were an academic, you were very um, knowledgeable. Not everybody knew how to read, write, or comprehend. Nobody had a Bible. Nobody, you know, the only scripture anybody got when Jesus walked the earth was from his own words or what other people shared to him or from, you know, I guess the Sadducees and Pharisees. But by and large, if you wrote anything, or read anything that was scriptural, you were considered very, very highly, um, you know, you were an academic, you were, you were very intelligent. Because that wasn't a common, those weren't common things that people had, you know, those weren't common skill sets that people had back then. So I look at these writings as very, very important, very relevant, regardless of who made, you know, whoever made the decision to keep them out. But here's the end, here, here's, here's the end result. Here's the fact, all right? A lot of what I just read here could very much be in like the book of Proverbs or Psalms, okay, or Leviticus or, you know, Deuteronomy, because there's some really good stuff here. There's a, there's a wealth of information here. Like, so for example, like where it says, do not rely on your wealth or say, I have the power and do not rely on your strength in which the desires of your heart and do not say who can prevail against me for the Lord will exact punishment. So basically here's the thing, the vices of the rich in pride and independence presumption and false security and impotence, which cannot escape divine wrath. It, it doesn't matter how much power you have here on earth. It does not matter how much wealth you have or money or anything like that. At the end of the day, when God comes back to, to deliver his wrath on the unjust and the evil sinners of the world, don't think because you have wealth, power, money, and everything in between that that's going to save you because it's not. That's why it says, do not say who can prevail against me for the Lord will exact punishment. And if you go further down, it says, do not delay turning back to the Lord. Do not put it off day after day. Basically, don't be a procrastinator. Because again, and it continues to say, for suddenly his wrath will come forth at that time of vengeance and you will perish. Do not rely on your deceitful wealth, for it will be of no help on the day of wrath. Absolutely. And then back to the power of the tongue, right? Again, words matter where it says, be steadfast regarding your knowledge and let your speech be consistent. Don't be confusing with your speech. Don't tell little white lies. Be consistent with what you with what you talk about. And I really like this. This is a very golden nugget of information right here. Be swift to hear, but slow to answer. Hmm. 
Where have we heard that? It's almost kind of sounds similar to, you know, um, be, I forgot what it was, but it, it is a, a scripture. I forgot what it was. I think it was like, be slow to anger and quick to, I forgot what it was, but be, begin, but back to here, but verse 11, be swift to hear, but slow to answer. Meaning, don't start jumping to conclusions and start spouting off your opinion on things of what you think you're hearing. You got to be very, uh, I don't want to say intuitive. You want to be very intentive. Boy, I'm having, I'm struggling for the words. You want to be very, um, you just want to really hear carefully what's being said before you answer someone. And again, like it follows up in verse 12, if you can, if you can answer your neighbor, but if not place your hand over your mouth. So unless you have a good solid answer of whatever it is you're going to say, be solid in it, be, be solidified in it, be consistent with it. But if it's something that's going to be irrelevant and not have any type of foundation behind it or it's factual, well, put your hand over your mouth, shut it up. Because again, it says honor and dishonor through speaking. The tongue can be your downfall because if you're too quick to speak and just shallow words come out, then what good are they? They're, they're not going to be worth anything. That's why it says do not be called double-tongued and you're, with your tongue do not slander a neighbor. Don't talk about people. Don't talk about one another. Don't gossip. For shame has been created for the thief and sore disgrace for the double-tongued. You do not want to have that disgrace. In little or in much, do not act corruptly. You know, a lot of what I read here is so powerful. And a lot of what I read here is what my wife follows, believe it or not. My wife, I tell you, she, she is one that I learned so much from, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen. I do. She learns a lot from me, too. But she doesn't realize that there are a lot of things that I pick up from her and she don't even realize she's teaching me something. Because she follows a lot of what I read in the scripture, especially right here in this in this little section here. So anyway, I hope you listen to this with an open, not, open mind. If nothing else, just look at this as just another book with just very good, wise knowledge in there. I love the Apocrypha books because there is a lot... Of good wisdom in there and actually when you read through them it actually almost makes you wonder is it because you know did they keep these seven books out because they didn't have an authentic author that was known or is it because there's so much truth in these um truth in history in these seven books that actually go and you know that run parallel to what we're seeing today that they did not want that being out there because it would expose the evil even further more than what it really is I mean, I have my own theories, but I'm just going to keep them to myself. But anyway, we're at 15 minutes, so let's end this with a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you. We thank you for our family. Thank you for this day, our good health. Thank you for the gift of work. And, and thank you for these scriptures that you lay before us. And no matter what version of the Bible people have, I hope, that everything that we speak here today on this microphone, on your behalf, rings solid in everybody's heart and soul. That people will take away 
the wisdom that you want to impart in others. Father, we ask that you help unite our brothers and sisters together in this nation because we are in a very crazy, divisive time. And we just pray that no matter who we are, where we're from, what our ideologies are, religions, it doesn't matter what it is. We just pray that we can get this nation back in unity once again and back getting after it with freedom and getting rid of these dictators and these tyrants that are in office. And we need to get back to self-governance. So we pray for your guidance and we pray for your, your wisdom. Be your guiding light and we'll follow it. And we pray all these things in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. So with that, I hope you all have a wonderful evening. We'll be back tomorrow with another 1% or less with him. And let's see, tomorrow's Tuesday. We'll also have a uh, a His Hardline discussion. I'm not sure what I'm going to do it on yet. I have an idea. But um, yeah, tomorrow might be an interesting His Hardline discussion because... Um, well, I'll just leave it as a surprise. Until then or the next time, I'm going to be signing off. I hope you all have a blessed night, and you all have a great rest of your, well, again, depending on where you're at in the world, a good morning, good afternoon, or a good evening. And again, just a quick show note, please share this podcast far and wide. Share with at least friend, you know, 10 friends and family members. You can copy the link and put it in social media, email, text, or at least give someone the website, hishardline.com. Very easy. It's www.hishardline.com. I'm also on Telegram. I'm on Truth Social. And um, I'm debating, but um, I am on Gab at the moment, but I might be changing that. And I'm also on Rumble. So uh, find me there. Everything is at his hard line. The only thing that's not his hard line is uh, Telegram, which is his hard line show. All right. That's all we got. And uh, have a good night. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at his hard line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget, you can find us at www.ishardline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.